Rolling, rolling. We're all good. We're rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. rolling. Cool. Henry rolling. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, we'll get into the hate in, in a bit. All right. Uh, yeah. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? Good. Yeah, yeah. What are you improving? Uh, some stuff I was meant to do before. <laughs> I'll improv it later. All right, good. You all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, good. good. You offended my by my pajamas? I, I, they just look like jogging bottoms to me. Yeah, what pajamas then? You don't run in panic in your pajamas? You always run in panic. You should always run in panic. That sounds very energetic. Running's not energetic. Not I'll do running to, to calm down. Not compared to running while panicking. Yeah. Running while panicking is like searching for your keys. Like <laughs> or running or running running for your life. You're running life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well yes, there, there is there is an app. I was like I was, run for your life. <laughs> I was doing the, the, the running apps for a while. The catch to five K stuff works quite well, but there is one where you're running from zombies. Right. And they you put the headphones in and then you it's 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 a run walk thing. And when you hear the zombies, you have to outrun them. <laughs> and it like measures your pace and all that. Okay. Fair it's enough. interesting. So it's just sound of zombies every couple of minutes. Yeah, because some people can't run without zombies. That's true, I guess. Yeah. The threat you, of danger. You, you don't have to be afraid of zombies, do you? It's only the fact that they've got like a political agenda of devouring you. Yeah, yeah. But if they didn't have <laughs> Or allocation of resources. Yeah. I'm against cannibalism. Yeah, oh, I don't like those <laughs> <laughs> all the zombies. <laughs> I'm against this. Yeah, zombies voting. Yeah, you'd be offended by a zombie though, would you? No, I've been th- trying to figure out offense because I'm trying to figure out what it. I can't remember the last time I was offended. Yeah, um, but I think I think if you were to describe what being offended is, I think it's very different. I don't, I don't. I haven't heard a, a coherent description for it. The only example I can think of is when someone has done a spoiler for a film. That's the only thing I can think of that would be offend- you feeling offended because it's, the ending's been spoiled for you and it was yeah. unexpected. I don't know what counts And then that's offense. just kind of evolved into social justice. Yeah. Is don't tell people the ending of The Sixth Sense. Otherwise, the society will kill you. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of it. I, I like some... I don't know. I, I don't, I, how do you describe things, it? It's not anger. The, the things that like betrayal I would potentially consider offensive are actually probably just disgust. Disgust. Like Maybe Justin disgust. Bieber. I'm offended by Justin Bieber. Uh, that's more disgust. I'm disgusted yeah. by him. Well, I'm trying to figure out why because ev- the immediate reaction is that being offended is a bad thing. And I'll, my, my mental exercise is, well, what it's if a it's a good thing? thing? It's not a bad thing. Yeah, but it's a negative thing to experience. The same yeah. people that people say that hate is a negative experience or mm. all that kind of stuff. And you go, like, oh, I, I'm a positive person. I always believe that hate is a positive motivator. Yeah. Uh, maybe not to the best places, but it's still a motivator. <laughs> it gets you... In, into situations yeah I guess uh, so yeah I was trying to figure out oh mate, what would you do if you were offended what's the positives out of offence I just couldn't figure out what it was so mm. maybe the, a disgust but if you're disgusted 
Any little uh, problems? I'm on a desk. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Sorted. Uh, yeah, trying to figure out what offense is. I couldn't quite figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the only thing I could think of is it started off with the sixth sense. And people were like, don't tell me the ending. And then they got told the ending and they were disgusted, betrayed yeah. with all that. Uh, but uh, have you ever had a film ruined and you've been like, oh, now that you've told me the ending, I can't enjoy the film? Because um, I think I've, that's the, that's a big difference. Okay, so I've definitely said that a bunch of times, but I've still watched it. The, I, th- I think it's um, it's that you you now can't you can't appreciate it in the same way that that person was allowed to. Yeah. You didn't know. Maybe, but then the same way that if you've seen a Quentin Tarantino film, mm. you've got an idea of what the film's going to be like. Yeah. And someone who hasn't seen a Tarantino film would have a completely different experience of it. Yeah. And that's, that's the same thing, right? Probably. Just different people are going to interpret it in different ways. Yeah. But yeah, it just felt like, um, I don't, th- I can't think of any, it, I guess it only applies to surprise ending films. Yeah. But like, if you were, if you were told the ending to the usual suspects... I'd still be like, that sounds like a really interesting ending. Mm. Let's give it a watch. But what they're trying to, what people try to protect is that little moment of, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and if you remove that, people, they think you've spoiled it. Well, so there's definitely... And I wouldn't I want I to spoil know. the ending for anybody. I don't... But if the ending was was told to me beforehand... Yeah, I think it still dep- watch it. It depends how into it you are. Like, ideally, you don't want to know what happens because you want to uh, to buy into the story fully. Uh, and Particular to- stories, though, right? Like, it's always sunny. Well, no, because the same goes with sports. But say, like, uh, oh, no, but yeah, I mean, there was some, uh, some amazing football this week, apparently. Uh, with some, I think Liverpool and Tottenham did some amazing mm. Champions League games. I heard they're amazing. That's incited me to watch it. Yeah. Yes, it would have been different if you saw it going in. You had no idea what was going to happen. You have a little bit of a roller coaster well, journey. But think of like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Mm. If the new series came out and I told you that, oh, it turns out you know D has uh, gets in a relationship with a pig and that's the big twist, yeah. then it's like, oh, that sounds interesting. I'll give it a watch. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's probably well, that's, specific to certain that's stories. The other side of it. So it? like, there's a lot of um, there's. A, so like let's so there's a bunch of different wrestling companies I tend to keep up with one. If someone mm. tells me the full details of something that's going on in another one and by the way this particular match and here's the finish and everything was fucking amazing. I would still go and watch it because yeah. it's been promoted in that way. The ending doesn't necessarily matter yeah. as long as um because you can't spoil mm. the feeling of the story in a sense. Well, Fargo season 2 <laughs> I, would, uh, I, I, I think I've just realised which one was see- season two season was, two was don't, spoilers yeah, spoilers like, 70s, but like I think and uh, in, in the, the the motel yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the ending to that was so amazingly delicious yeah that like yeah I wouldn't tell anybody about it and if no. somebody told me about it I'd have a different reaction yeah same with Fargo season three as you'll know because you probably would have watched it by now because I've been telling you for about a year <laughs> oh, yeah. to watch it yeah it's got some good moments in it <laughs> um, so yeah but it's just it's just that little uh, it's that little moment of ooh or in Fargo 2 oh! yeah or something like that it's just those weird little moments you're trying to cherish I guess which makes sense and if someone were to tell me the ending to it and then I saw it I might have been offended I guess mm. I might have felt disgust but to feel it about people, you go like, well, it's it, it's it's the hierarchy of 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 what you decide your values are. Yeah. Like I've said, if you believe that everyone is unique, then stop trying to make everyone the same. 
Yeah. And you know, if you believe that everyone is unique, then then everyone's a minority. So there's no minority that's more um, strong than any other minority mm. because everybody is apparently unique, which yeah. I agree with. So you just go, if you treat everyone as an individual, then stop trying to put people into groups. Yeah. I mean, uh, we had an email in this week, and I think it happened in the last couple of days, where a radio host, da- Danny Baker, yeah. who's like a comedy yeah. writer as well, he released a photo and because uh, a royal baby was born this at some point. Yeah. And uh, he released a picture of, a black and white picture of two old fashioned people walking a, a chimpanzee in a suit. Mm. And he was like, you know, who cares? As, and I believe, I don't know the guy. I don't know much of his work. I'm, I think he did some blackaddery stuff, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I might have seen him in the peripheral. But yeah, it didn't seem like he was saying, look at this mixed race child. No, exactly. It, massive... <laughs> it looks like, no, it's like it, you're being, uh, this baby is being paraded in front of you yeah. as if it's news, just like this chimpanzee in a suit. Yeah. It's the thing that pissed me off about that is that in order, to, you can, if, if you if you feel there's racial undertones, mm. you have to be able to prove that he meant it like that yeah, in order for it to be offensive at all. Yeah. And the problem is you can't prove it. No. And the thing is, you're choosing to put it in a box that people are going to then attach meaning to that box. Yeah. And they'd be, oh, now that's offensive. But you go, well, if, what, what is the, what is, because it seems like the solution, the final solution <laughs> <laughs> to offensiveness Careful. is to lock it away in a camp or something and then you know <laughs> it's just to ignore it is to put it away and to never let those things out of pandora's box yeah because that's the that's what the end of the world is yeah and you go well what if there's a, a an, an, an idea for change and it's just what would you do with that like if you uh yeah there, there's like pain and stuff like that because it was the same about all emotions were used to be put into a box and ignore them yeah and now eventually we're kind of becoming more articulate and more openly communicative about mm. stuff i mean like uh, I, I, when i was growing up i, I was um I was told you should you should always forgive, always forgive, and then you just go well. All right, then if you touch a fire and it burns you, do you forgive the fire? Mm. No. Okay. Well, do you think some people might be as one dimensional as fire, as in they're just toxic people? Yeah. Okay. So you shouldn't forgive those people. Mm. If you forgive a fire, you're going to burn your hand a lot. Forget yeah. about people. Just think about the fire. You're not. You're not. You're going to. Right. That's a fire. It's going to burn my hand. Yeah. So I'm going to stop doing it. And it's the, and it, it's just a way of going. Okay. Well, what can I do to improve to 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 work with that and make that into a positive? I'll use fire to do other things. I just won't touch it and hold its hold its hand, stuff like that. So it's making it an idea for change as as to opposed to oh f- fire is bad, but don't tell anyone. Yeah. And make sure that nobody knows. Yeah. It's just like or or maybe Danny Baker is the fire. They're trying to say that he's this massive beast. Like you put him away, so it doesn't feel productive. Well, it's uh, it feels yeah, censored. It's not productive, and it's just not. It's not. It's not honest. But it's just what is. I don't it's, understand what the offense is. It, it just. It seems that the, the problem with all of this is it seems completely dishonest because I can't. I've never found a single person who would be able to say in a situation like that. I believe he was being racist. Mm. Like because I no, I don't really think anybody does. I think but they again, just they just see they just draw a line and be like, well, that could mean this, but so yeah. that offends me. But it's the weird thing is, if it is racist, and then it's like, well, the, racists can't work for the BBC. Mm. Okay, 
because it was a BBC show he was fired from. Yeah. Well, okay, but there's loads of other crimes that are happening in lots of different corporations. Mm. Do you think that those crimes shouldn't be allowed? And then you go, well, if racism is such a loose term as if somebody posts a picture of a chimpanzee, then therefore they're a racist. Then yeah. David Attenborough has been fucking <laughs> wreaking havoc all over the world. But this is, but this, this is the, it's the same thing as the Count Dankula thing with the Nazi pugs. Like you, the, the, it's mm. people saying that, well, the, the judge said, context doesn't matter yeah that's the that's the danger of that shit is mm. that in in the in the in the whole danny baker thing that's like in order to be offended you have to you have to say that context doesn't matter because you're right. completely disregarding how he meant it well then that means all chimpanzees are a yeah. symbol of racism exactly yeah and it's just yeah. like well, i just but instead of trying to understand why people are um conditionally offended which is impossible. Everyone's going to be offended by something. So it's all, everyone's always going to be offended. Mm. It's just, I'm just more interested in what do you do with it? I, well, I th- to be like, thinking about it, I think offence is just the act of broadcasting it. I think you can find something upsetting, but to be offended is the act of letting some people, letting people know that you don't agree with this. Yeah. But it's it's the people being offended by seeing imagery or something like that. Yeah. That's the thing that you go like, well, that's the thing that you need to tackle and control. Because it's the same thing as like, people don't want to be sad. Mm. Okay. But you need to recognize that actually sadness is a good thing. Yeah. It can be, it's part of a balanced emotional you, scale. You can't experience one without the other. Yeah. And sometimes you need to go to a sad place in order to, exp- in order to express yourself. In, a, in, a, in an emotional state that you're keeping locked away. Yeah. So it's, like, it's the same thing with offence. Sometimes you need to be offended by stuff to vomit out something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is there an idea that you should, that anything offensive should not be seen? And I think that kind of feels like that's the way that it's going is if somebody can put a tweet up, which I think was for like eight minutes, this tweet was up. And then it was pulled, taken down by him because he didn't think about it in that context. Is, yeah. the, is the story? And then someone went, "Do you realize?" Yeah, that, be careful like, because oh, okay, yeah, the, fair enough. And then he yeah. took it down. Yeah. So it's like the act of fucking removing it is enough. Yeah. So for eight minutes, uh, if, so, and he must have sent a lot of tweets. So let's be generous and say twenty percent of someone's tweets will have potentially offensive undertones. Yeah. That means that they need to be locked away. Yeah. And locked away, he's not Particularly- in prison, but taken away from unbroadcasted particularly if there's someone that um that is that relies on humor because humor is the the whole idea of humor is to test boundaries mm. like th- there isn't there isn't anything that's that, that's funny that isn't testing controversy in some way well there's definitely an argument there's definitely an argument to be offensive because offensive as just a sadness is a potentially beneficial emotion, mm. I believe. I believe all emotional reactions are opportunities to learn about yourself and to express yourself in some way. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> like that one. Yeah. But yeah, it's, a, it's not a case of trying to not feel emotion. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a case of everyone should experience offence, everyone should experience sadness, all these... Everyone should experience terror, um, self fear paranoia all these things just in different amounts of doses it's not a case of putting it away forever Mm. it's that it should be experienced by some people on some level but yeah it feels like it's trying to be swept under the rug as like no because they did that we're not going to let them broadcast anymore yeah there's going to be a social justice to this yeah and it just seems odd it's like well what is there a way to do something positive with it and again it's that deer in the headlights thing of if um uh well yeah for example say there was um a song this is a quite a popular one. <laughs> uh, say there was a song that was played at a loved one's funeral. Yeah. And that song comes on in the car. Some people will have an emotional break. Not a breakdown, an emotional release at that point. They'll, yeah. they'll be reminded of it, take them off guard, and they'll cry. 
And that's good because there's obviously still some emotion in you that you're trying to get out. Yeah. But a lot of people would argue that uh, it feels like a similar argument to say, well, don't tweet things. Uh, don't tweet that song anymore. Don't, you know, be, oh, I'm, you know, don't don't um, make me susceptible to hearing that song anymore because I don't want to cry because it changes my day. So, yeah. Well, you, you're not you're not in control. I think that maybe that's the big thing is that there's a feeling of people need to feel in control. And so therefore, they don't want to hear things that they don't want to hear. They don't want to see things that they don't want to see. They don't want to react in ways that they don't want to react. Yeah. And it's like, no, you're going to react in different ways. You're going to do that. I mean, I'm the same with Game of Thrones. I've talked about this. <laughs> yeah. We went into it briefly before the podcast. But I can't, I hate, I, I, it's such a, I'm, a, I'm in a weird position because, well, we've had this discussion a few times where I've seen, I think, more Marvel films than you have. But you, you're like uh, a I've, bigger Marvel we've, fan. We've watched Captain Marvel now, actually. Right. We're, so we, we just need to watch the new what one. What did you think of Captain Marvel? It was all right. I wasn't like blown away with it. Yeah. Right. Just nothing happens. Yeah. But I think that's a recurrent theme that I'm getting. So I think it might just be me getting older. Yeah. And just more bored. Where I'm just like, no, it's the same in Game of Thrones. It's nothing is happening 90% of the time. Each conversation is a 10 second conversation that they stretch over two minutes. Mm. And you're like, I get it. You're trying to be dramatic. Yeah. Oh, uh, interesting little look. Look here. A look there. <laughs> I'm over here. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this this show. They've got, oh. Acting by Nick. <laughs> 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 and it's like, it's an, some of it is an interesting, uh, it's, an, it's, a, it's a universe. So there's meaning that you can kind of put into it and kind of dig out of it. But that was the key thing, I think, in the difference between The Last Kingdom and Game of Thrones, which I mentioned Mm. some time ago is that the last kingdom is a story that's being told really well as a story whereas game of thrones is a universe with lots of things happening and you kind of make your own story yeah as you kind of go and like oh what will happen here what will happen there and yeah last kingdom is just like a like fargo just a really well told story Mm. that you're along the ride for yeah and game of thrones is is a bit more is just in a a different way but yeah especially the last season because i remember i remember liking the previous season being quite good, being quite interesting stuff mm. going on. But yeah, this one, it just feels like they're just really fucking pulling it out. Yeah. Stretching it out as much as they can. Well, even though, like even like the big... Twenty now, aren't they? Hour 20? All, the, all the, the Game of Thrones episodes this season. Oh, right, yeah. Like it's been a couple of long. longer episodes. But even like the big action and scenes that, they, that, they, that they, they say they love is like, well, that's just nothing. Nothing. Mm. <laughs> they've got so many characters they've then got to go and jump over here and it's the equivalent of and they don't do uh, they've been said that they people have said that they've done this but it's like touching each demographic mm. and then being like so what's happening in this and what's happening in this and what's happening in this at the same time which means that you're just kind of being given information that is somewhat connected but not really uh, you know, it doesn't flow for me very well yeah but yeah it was this and it was the same in Captain Marvel there's lots of stuff that was just like what the fuck is going on? And why am why are they doing all of this? Yeah. And why is this happening? And it was the same for me in Avengers Endgame, where just like the same problem with Game of Thrones, where it's like, let's see what Ant Man's doing and let's see what this person's doing. Yeah, it's you like, get to a point where like the world is massive and you need to find a, a Well, way they're just to... doing it. They're trying to give equal representation to everything. It was the same in Spider Man three, I think it was. Right. The first Marvel curse where it was like they had well, toby Maguire Sony, going dark and venom and something else they had like three big storylines going on in the film sandman i think was in it so it was like three was that the films. one with the dance 
Yeah, yeah, maybe. And it Where was like three films trying down to... the street. Yeah. Everyone shit panned it for that. <laughs> yeah, but it was just three films being put in the same film. You're like, I yeah. don't. This is too. You're trying. Oh, yeah, that to... will be it's the not Sandman. Working. It's like you wasted that character. Yeah, cause... it's just like you just wanted to have all these things happening. Yeah, but you go, well, what's the actual fucking story? Yeah, and then where's the you know it 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 it's not overwhelming. It's just underwhelming because you can't glue all those together mm. in, a, in, a, in, a, in a good way. It's just, and that's how I feel about the, the big Avengers cast in the Endgame. Uh, was it, was, yeah, Endgame was it, it wasn't called like Endgame Part 2. I'm thinking of Star Trek Voyager. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> that had two parter of Endgame. Yeah, there was uh, Avengers, and then there was like Age of Ultron. Yeah, Infinity War. Infinity War. And then this, and then, and then this, one. this one. And yeah, there was just so much being tried to do that you just go like, why the fuck? And then because you're trying to do so much, there's so many holes being formed. Yeah. Like there's a there's a big um, there's a big uh, p- uh, political there's a lot of political statements in in Endgame. We, we just go like because you've made this message, the rest of it you're actually making the counter message. Like uh, I, I'm trying to think of an example of uh, yeah, like this is the moment where Ant Man makes a cup of tea. Ooh, so you're <laughs> saying that you couldn't make a cup of tea at any other point? <laughs> it's like no, but he can make a cu- yeah, I know he can make a cup of tea. Yeah, but he hasn't before yeah and so now it's a special point that he makes a cup of tea so now you're saying that he wasn't making tea before what are you trying it's just it's just a it's a weird trying to make something good and then it's kind of like gcse drama is my kind of go-to reference for yeah this isn't thought through now we walk around in a circle yeah blackout is this yeah there's, there's chairs on the stage oh they're used yeah. for different things you know it's just yeah but yeah so we've had that with uh there was a point there a about how was that i go to the yeah the problem with game of thrones for me <laughs> why i watch it because but i don't like it is i love television and yeah. i love film and yeah. the point i was trying to make there was every time i say i've gone to see a film you always go like yeah but you don't like that why have you gone to go see that and it's like mm. oh, i love film yeah i just i love going to cinema i love seeing films i love the cinematic experience i love watching television yeah, shows but, well yeah but in that respect you love music you're not gonna go to a one direction concert no but that's not music is it but exactly <laughs> but yeah but it's still film it, there's still film aspects of it i just feel like it's done poorly or like it's done mediocrely mm. mediocrely uh yeah i wouldn't go see a terrible film a film that i thought this is going to be terrible yeah but i would go see a film that's like it'd be interesting to see what it does you know it'd be interesting to the same way that you would listen to a band after hearing another a band you like talk about them You'd yeah be like, oh yeah i'll give them a listen see what the two they're like oh yeah kind yeah. of kind of not kind yeah. of ish um so yeah I did, yeah but yeah i like the marvel universe so it makes sense to go kind of go into that but yeah it just feels like either either i'm getting old or the whole world is wrong <laughs> it's one of those yeah and you're offended <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with that offense? what do you do with it yeah just don't sweep it under the rug just get, yeah it feels like victorian pushing sexual urges under the rug right i mean we did uh, we did an interview recently um, which is purely just a test thing. And uh, yeah, we talked about a few things. And one of the things was um, that I think made sense to me was people were arguing why there should be more, that, 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 that there should be more uh, openly LGBTQ characters in the Marvel universe. Mm. And that did make it, and apparently, yeah, there's, they're now really, the, the Hulk is homosexual is what they're doing. Apparently always been, always been homosexual. This um, is like the the Gandalf thing. She did it as well. Yeah, didn't she? like she's JK like, oh, Rowling. he's gay. It's like, well, 
How has that okay. changed the story? Yeah. Is that important to you? Why Does is it, it important? It hasn't. To you? It hasn't changed the story at all. Yeah. So it made no difference. So the fact that his game makes no impact, so yeah. you've done nothing for that community. And again, it's a, it's a clash of values. Is homosexuality and race incredibly important to the point that you should segregate it in some way? Yeah. Like by having twenty percent this race, twenty percent that race, twenty percent this sexuality. Is that is it? of that high importance or should everyone be fucking equal and it doesn't matter what race or sexuality you are yeah. because by actually trying to enforce segregation by uh, segregation is a loaded word obviously but trying to enforce what do they use in American History X that's always a good film to go to for balanced group opinions <laughs> I did a philosophy paper on it it was an interesting thing yeah. about how he makes good points but he just does it in a bad way right okay because um, that's the point of the movie but yeah uh, like enforced equality where like the idea was they forced different uh, ethnic minorities into positions over white people in order to enforce equality right equal no it was called it was called something it was called something that political, uh, mm. but it's doing that. And you go like, well, if you're doing that, then yes, everyone should be given the same opportunity. But is it, should race be irrelevant or should race be incredibly relevant? And I think personally, it should be irrelevant and you shouldn't matter what color yeah. your skin is or what, what sexuality you are, or what gender yeah. you are, or any of that is what matters is the communication between you. Mm. So just stop trying to stop trying to draw a wall between everything and yeah. try and break down it, break it down instead. Um, Game of Thrones, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Something like that. Racism. Yeah. Anyway, uh, in the news this week, there's been some interesting stuff. Okay. Some vaguely interesting stuff. A, a Texas bartender is facing charges for serving a mass shooter before he went on a mass killing. What? It's her fault. What? what? Don't serve a mass murderer, uh, to be mass murderer, so t- tequila. Because then you're a mass murderer as well. Right. So if yeah. you were one of the people that walked by in the street and tipped Hitler while he was doing his street art, yeah, yeah, you're you you did you're, that. You're 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 an accessory <laughs> to genocide. Yeah. Now it does give a little bit more color to it, but that's the thing that drew me to it. Uh, she was uh, Lindsay Glass was charged with a misdemeanor for serving alcohol to Spencer Height the night he killed eight people, including his ex-wife. Okay. Uh, what? Yeah, that goes on. To, I, I, I've only skim read it, so I'll read it. I'll read it as I'm going. Uh, she served a shooter in September 2017 at a local bar in Texas, where he appeared to be drunk and brandishing weapons. Okay, so maybe there's a little bit more. If someone's wielding an axe mm. and they ask for a pint, <laughs> should you give them a pint? Um, I guess you could if you feel threatened. Yeah. Like if I don't, they might calm him down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would give him a pint Chamomile and tea. call the police and be like, hey, he's here drinking a pint. Yeah. Well, she did call the police. Okay. Again, she's she's a criminal. Um, <laughs> after leaving the bar, height after wielding weapons, uh, stormed to the, into the home of his former wife, who was having a viewing party of a football game. He killed her and seven others before dying in a police shootout. With, a, with an axe? Uh, I think it turned out to be a knife. I wish it was an axe. Everything's better if it's an axe. Okay. But I think it was a knife. That's still not good. Killed seven people with seven a knife. People. Yeah. You'd think like seven people would be like, well, look, you let's just all. Yeah. Would you not? Well, there's, there's a knife. The, there's the Chris Rock bit in Tambourine where he says like, three people get killed by a knife. That's mm. okay. A hundred people killed by a knife. Ninety-seven of those deserve to die. Because <laughs> like everyone other, oh, he got stabbed. Oh, he got stabbed. He got stabbed, and now they got stabbed. <laughs> now I'm being stabbed. 
the game was just really good and they was really into it and they just didn't yeah. notice all the stabbings what uh, that's me making a joke <laughs> don't know how it happened uh, but his blood alcohol was more than four times the legal limit so, and I don't think the legal limit is that much the legal limit is like 2.5 it's like two it's like two pints ish one and a half pints two pints okay. I'm assuming they mean the legal driving limit. There's no, you can't be illegal for being drunk. No, no, no. Lying it's got to be. It's it'll be, yeah, it'll be for driving. Like so, okay. So, so like ten pints, maybe. So, I will accept that she's culpable for charges if she would have been charged, regardless of whether he killed anyone. Because maybe as a as a, yeah. as, a as a bartender, you have a responsibility to say no. You've had enough. Yeah, a legal but responsibility, I guess. I th- maybe like it depends. It, I th- I I've definitely seen situations where the barman's just like, no, you're not having any more, and like oh, yeah. that's just like that's the right thing to do. But um, is it illegal? I guess I guess, well, I guess it would be. You you have a responsibility to your patrons. Like if 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 some if um yeah, it'd be, be the landlord, wouldn't it? Be the landlord's responsibility to train them. It's, yeah, it, I'd understand so it why she'd be, lose her job if, if she served an actual maniac against the bar, yeah. not necessarily against the individual. I, I guess that's what it would feel like. So if if she'd have been charged regardless, I can be like, okay, I can I can see it. But if it's because he killed someone, like, well, this is the this is the last week. Police arrested Glass on a misdemeanor charge of violating the state's alcoholic beverage code, which says a person can be held liable for selling an alcoholic beverage to a habitual to a murderer <laughs> to a habitual drunkard. And an and it or an intoxicated, or you can't serve alcohol to an intoxicated person. Again, where's the line? Or an insane person. Okay. You can't serve alcohol to the insane. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be able to judge that. <laughs> yeah, you don't get a badge when you're insane. Like I'm, I, I'm quite. Uh, I I can be quite boisterous when I'm when, when I'm pissed, but I'm not like falling over all over the place. If mm. I was just talking to the the barmaid while there's like loud music on or something, they yeah. can't tell the difference. Yeah, exactly. And I've worked in bars and I have refused service to people. Yeah, and I have kicked people out for being insane. But like, yeah, it seems strange <laughs> that. Yeah, I didn't know that you couldn't serve the insane. I didn't know that. No. <laughs> and then no. is this guy insane? I don't know. You know, he did something not very sane, but that doesn't mean he's insane. Yeah. He's definitely drunk. He's definitely intoxicated. And I think they he, they know, they she knew he had a knife because I think he was just flapping it around when she served him. But it seems a weird okay. person to prosecute. Yeah. It's like, well, we didn't get the guy because he died, but we've got the bartender that served him a, a mimosa. <laughs> good yeah okay well now the public can rest yeah easy. she was responsible for if he hadn't have had that that last daiquiri <laughs> uh, seven people would have lived yeah okay fair enough <laughs> i guess that's what you're saying but yeah she called she called 911 so she did make an effort to try and uh to do it uh text that glass sent that night about height so she texted her friends saying he was drunk and weird and psycho so she knew he was a little bit dodgy, I guess, is what okay. they're saying with that. Um, the pub's lost its license to sell alcohol um, because of negligence. Don't serve knife-wielding maniacs, <laughs> I guess. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. yeah, they knowingly permitted Spencer Height to possess a knife over five and a half inches on licensed premises. So is that the is that the limit over there? I guess so. You yeah. can have a knife under five and a half inches, yeah. maybe. Because you can't kill someone with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kill someone with a fucking razor blade so yeah just be careful who you serve in bars and yeah because you might cause a mass killing yeah something to think on 
In other news, in other rational and not at all insane news, mm. a seven-mile-long B corridor is being planted in London. A seven-mile corridor of bees. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like a flower bed. Seven right. mile long. Okay. That yeah. bees like bees yeah. like certain flowers, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Seven miles to encourage mm. more bees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great, and you can't. And there's loads of people who love bees, and they yeah. say that bees are really important. Yeah. Um. So I guess it could it be just good. Sounds very dramatic. It just sounds like why is it seven miles long? How big yeah. a bee? Do, how many bees do you <laughs> want here? Like in Manchester, the size of that bee. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't serve him; he's intoxicated. Yeah. He's can wielding you, a stick. Can you tell me where the uh, where the lavender is? <laughs> <laughs> Just wasted bee slums around the outside. <laughs> and then I think I think I read that bees usually they can travel like I think like five miles or something to get honey, but they mm. usually stay around a, a mile and a half. Get pollen. Yeah, so like they go like to and from the hive. It's a rat on average they'll travel up to a mile and a half. Yeah, to pollen and then come back. So like around that seven mile long corridor, there's just a circumference, a mile and a half circumference of the whole thing of B. <laughs> <laughs> Will that drive house prices up or down? I don't know. Mm. It's a weird social impact of that Those, much bees. Just like well, you have the constant drone of traffic. And then people are genuinely allergic to bees. So, like, you're just yeah. attracting death. I assume they get stung by them, though. Yeah. Like, it takes they're more a likely lot to, to get be stung a, if there's a, a seven-mile bee yeah. colony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're all pissed off because it's like they're held up in traffic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Un- un- unemployment goes uh, through the roof because everyone's job is being taken by a horde of bees <laughs> like it was swarmed together to make a man in a yeah. coat <laughs> <laughs> working at the post yeah. office yeah. <laughs> uh, the worker bees have arrived yeah. <laughs> what kind of stamp do I need for this <laughs> oh. warehouse full of drones yeah, a recent study blamed the decline of wildflowers as a factor behind the drop in pollinating, pollinating insect numbers in the UK since 1980 Bees are so important for pollinating the crops that provide the food that we eat. Yeah. We must do all that we can to help them thrive. <laughs> yeah. We, in theory. We had a bee in our lounge yesterday who just came down the chimney, like, <laughs> out the fireplace. Like, it was like, I was born in fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, it just didn't seem to know where it was, which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No flower, no flowers in there. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just here now. Emerged from darkness in front of the TV. Scouting oh. ahead for a new seven mile long corridor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me by the way back to the B577. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. In other but relevant news, a new study reveals that wasps are largely disliked by the publics. Oh, that's brand new who news. Knew that? People do, but apparently they're the most hated insect. That makes sense. But they do just as much for the environment as bees do. Well, they do a lot. They uh, they kill off all the other insects that people don't like, and they pollinate as well. Yeah, apparently. I guess just by well, I guess bumping just into by, shit. like being in places. Yeah, yeah. But I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. The what's the difference between a bee and a wasp then? So, um, bees are. Uh, Wasps are carnivorous. They eat other insects and um, right. things like that. They have a straight sting, 
which means it can be used again Multiple and times. again and again. Like can't like it just it just retracts. to help further with the insect. Yeah, um, bees bees are very placid. They sting mainly to protect the queen. Most of them won't even sting to protect themselves. Yeah. But if they think you're a threat to the queen, which I like, I like that there's a hierarchy in bees. <laughs> <laughs> um, They've got their own currency. They're backed yeah, by the crown. Don't go out on Sundays because church. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah um, queen speech every and, year. Uh, yeah, they only are, live for two weeks. Bees, so. bees feed on, well, they, they sort of feed on pollen. They feed on honey, mm. but they feed on... They, they they produce food from pollen, so they're vegetarians, <laughs> <laughs> technically. Um, so so wasps are essentially it's, pest control. But yeah, so apart from making honey, mm. if they both pollinate, say they both pollinate an equal amount, but maybe there's some kind of disparity there. Mm. But they also help with pest control, same as spiders. Yeah, it's just people don't like them because they're annoying. Yeah, and there's more chance that they'll that they'll actually sting you. Yeah. Um, if you, but again, it's, a, it's like an. Yeah, and the thing, it's because it, it tends to be at the end of the season when they're looking for food and they're starving and they're like just mm. like desperate. That's when people get stung. And this time of year, it doesn't really happen. But if you, unless you like sit on one or some shit like mm. that, because then they will fuck you up. But, but yeah, if you can you get killed by a wasp? Are people allergic to wasps? Yeah. Yeah. In the same way, yeah. It's a different kind of, uh, it's a different kind of venom. So like, um, I think that one, one uses a venom that's an alkaline, one uses one that's an acid. For God's sake, Steve. What? Why do you have to word it in these ways? What? What you've look, have you looked this up at any point? This is how scum came I about. Had to, I looked it up last time I was stung to figure out how to relieve the pain. They said if it's a if if it's a <laughs> some some like if it's if it was this thing use vinegar. If it was this thing use soap. Soap. Yeah, soap's an alkaline. You use <laughs> one to, away to, 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 to neutralize. Fair enough. You couldn't just be in pain for a bit like the rest of us. No, I was. Yeah, but you could have been. He was in looking more pain. it up for the next time. <laughs> next time, I'm going to carry a soup and soap and vinegar whenever I go out apple. Yeah, picking. to be fair, I think I've like, but well, no, I've been stung. The last time I was stung was like ten years ago, maybe. But before that was all the bees. Right. So it's and helpful fell for into me a to know nest through fear. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, now you wash with soap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as, as opposed to vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, this, in, in a survey, participants were asked to rate insects on a scale which ran from minus, fi- minus five, uh, <laughs> representing a strongly negative emotion, to plus five. Yeah. Uh, bees got a plus three or above, uh, whereas wasps got a three or below. Yeah. So it's just, just hated wasps. It's flies that piss me off. Yeah. Just because there's... They're just... It's signed to fucking, get your life together. They're, just, they're fucking everywhere and they're relentless. Like, they just... <laughs> So like it, it's 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 midnight. One of them's gotten into your house. You can't quite you can't you can't catch it because it's just a bit too quick, and like it, it just it just never stops until it dies. Mm. It's just constantly fucking buzzing and flying about. It's a pain in the ass. It's an it's it's an irritation. Moths sound more annoying than flies. Oh me. fuck me! But man. people freak about moths. I found some fucking weird shit when we were doing our garden. Um, <laughs> there's so do you, there's, there's this species of moth that has a red cocoon that um that, that is neck it plants or lays or whatever next to the root of like weeds right. so you're digging them up and you find this weird fucking 
pulsating red <laughs> cocoon. Like I, I just, it just looked like a pebble, and I picked it up, and it all just started fucking moving. Like <laughs> fucking hell! I, I thought it was like a hornet or some shit like that. Really? Like I just like, but it's apparently like this species of moth that lay their shit underground, and then they yeah. hatch from the earth, which makes sense. Um, when you think like, well, moths come out at night, so they're like somewhere like damp and loamy and kind of like dark. Damp and lonely. The <laughs> lonely. night is lonely lonely. And damp. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Whereas butterflies are just like, I like sunshine, so they hang it from trees and plants and shit. Right. Yeah. We had maybugs at uni, which apparently a really specific thing. It's like half beetle, half moth, half moth or something specific okay. to Allsager. Oh, right. That's like, yeah, it was just like giant like more hardened skinned moths roaming the place that freaked everyone out oh right okay but yeah people freak uh, loads of people got phobias of moths that yeah. i've encountered but, oh seems odd yeah i've, I've i find seen... i find the sound annoying yeah more annoying it's than when the, they get the trapped in light shades and things like just like jesus yeah. fuck yeah it's more of like a flaky flap yeah that kind of yeah. freaks people they're, out. they're annoying uh, but again it's because they're erratic and you can't you just can't get rid of them. I've never, I, I never managed to catch moths without killing them because they're just too fucking delicate. Mm. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, what's your, do you believe you should kill flies? No, no. Like I, tr- I try not to. Like I usually, the the thing with shit like that is that you can, you just pinpoint the light source, try and open if it's a window or something, shut all the other ones off, and generally they'll fuck off out. Yeah. So like I try not to kill anything. So is that a that's right, that was a stifled laugh. So is that uh, is that because yeah you don't believe you should kill anything or it's just too much work? Um, there's uh, if there's if there's no reason to, I don't I, I just no I don't I don't I don't see I don't see the see the point. Fair enough. Something else can eat that. Yeah. And will. But you're happy to like uproot its life and move it away from its loved ones. Yeah. Well, if, yeah. I didn't even know that existed. Oh no! No, without them, say there was a, there, there was an ant colony in your room. Oh right, okay. You'd be like, you'd, oh no, no, that's like you're like, yeah, just go separate them out from their families, put them on a train, send them to Poland somewhere. Yeah, just like you, yeah. you're happy doing that. I'd build the ant corridor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get yeah. them out. Yeah, now, ants are pain in it. Is is it coming up to like flying ant day? Has that happened yet? I always thought that was a weird because I only ever experienced it in my garden. Yeah. So I always thought it, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. But like there was like proper like you couldn't see for ants. Yeah, no, it, it's every, every year it happens around here. It's around about the same time they all start releasing the pheromone, <laughs> and then they're just like, oh yeah, fucking, it's fly time, and then they all fly off, <laughs> fly around and fuck everyone up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. And but the birds yeah, get pissed off them. Birds get pissed off flying. Well, ants. They, they've got they've got this kind of acid that's like folic acid or, or something like that, and it does the same shit as alcohol does. <laughs> and there was this. I, I read it. I, I think I did it a while ago. There's like these seagulls that eat them and get absolutely fucking smashed yeah. out of their brains, and then they're just wandering around the sea being abusive, like, <laughs> <laughs> not wearing sunscreen. Yeah, getting violent, eating people's chips. But yeah, wasps. Uh, most common word common word used to them were sting, annoying, and dangerous. Whereas bees yeah. are probably like bumbly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like I like bumblebees, but they uh, pollinate flowers, kill and kill pests. So they're just as yeah. important as bees. But Very helpful, but people don't PR. see them like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, because that bees because they hurt people. Yeah, about, <coughs> apparently they don't um, they don't like sugar. But if you're at a picnic, they'll go over the sugar. Mm. They'll like be around it because that's usually where insects go. Right. So this kind of a misinterpretation. Of, okay. Like, it's all that around the jam. Sense. They're not eating jam. Yeah. They're just looking for insects. Yeah. That kind of stuff. That makes sense. In other news, France, yeah. uh, fif- 15 sheep have been signed up as the latest recruits at a primary school to prevent it from closing down. 
I don't think they'll learn anything. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, yeah, they were just declining pupil registration. So the government was like, well, you have, there's a limit to how many pupils you can have. You need to have. Like, oh, well, we've got sheep now. So that kind of works. The Fill movie- in the blank. Bar, bar, black sheep. <laughs> yeah. Have you hey, any? Hey. Bar. Don't. No. Don't. Don't say my race. Don't <laughs> identify my race. Yeah. <laughs> Bar, bar, Everyone looks at get, get multi-ethnic <laughs> sheep. Bar, bar. Yeah. The move came after the school in Cret-on-Belladon. This isn't how you say it. I just find it funny to say it that way. A village at the foot of the Alps was told one of its 11 classes would be closed after numbers fell from 266 to 261. They lost five students and a so- whole year was going to be erased. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I guess they were already quite low. So we- then they've lost another five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a solution. Yeah. Sheep, sheep work. <laughs> On Tuesday morning, a local herder and his dog came to school. I don't think the dog enrolled with no. some fifty sheep, fifteen of whom were registered after showing their birth certificates. Well, have you got your birth certificate? <laughs> so they could apply for a passport. <laughs> yeah, they can travel the world. Uh, now we don't have to close any classes. Uh, one pupil, Barbet, and another suit <laughs> mouton, a sheep equivalent of leapfrog. Uh, was watched by children, parents, and teachers. Look at how much, how intellectual and competent we are as a school. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's cheating, this fighting the power. Well, they can teach sheep. these sheep. I trust them to teach my child. <laughs> <laughs> that sheep's a doctor now. <laughs> but, uh. Uh, Laval, who I think runs the school, I'm assuming, um, yeah, one of the parents behind the initiative, Laval said he had used humour to mobilise people to tackle the miserable situation. <laughs> five kids. We haven't had, we don't have five kids for our class today. Mm. What a miserable situation. The only thing that can solve this is sheep. Yeah, 50 of them. <laughs> yeah. And only 15 got in. 15. So there's like, thir- they've they brought 50. Yeah. But only 15 enrolled. So the other 35 yeah. just really weren't qualified. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't have like valid birth What's certificates. What's the entry inquir- yeah. requirements? <laughs> yeah. So, so what we're saying here is one child is worth three sheep. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, five they lost five people. That's and how they dumb kids sheep. are in France. <laughs> <laughs> They've got the brain power of three sheep. Because <laughs> sheep are pretty thick. Yeah. Well, they know what a fence is. I yeah. don't feel that's a good measure and of a intelligence. Dog. I saw a horse eating a tree the other day. <laughs> I was like surprised that it was a tree like over the. I think the that's next stupidity. Fence. I think that's just confidence. I can eat this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck keto. I'm eating bark. <laughs> No, but like uh, it was the, it was a tree next to a road and the fence was in between. I was like, why doesn't right. the horse just like jump over the fence and eat this yeah. tree? And it's right. like, oh, it knows this is my fence. Yeah. It can't go any further. Yeah. It's yeah. rationalized its own it, existence. It understands life inside the fence. I get this. I'm <laughs> yeah. comfortable with this. On the other side, you've got like Black Beauty was here scrawled into a banister like <laughs> yeah. fucking Shawshank Redemption. And no one's seen him since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Life outside wasn't the same. <laughs> In other news, R. Kelly failed to respond to his lawsuit because he can't read. (laughs) (laughs) It just goes on. Uh, That was was their defence, why he didn't respond to being summoned to court or something like that. The lawyer was like, well, he can't read. But you you could write. Oh, maybe. You could write rap lyrics. Maybe you can read rap lyrics. I guess it is. (laughs) But maybe it's the the only language you can write in and read. I guess maybe. Um, yeah, the singer did not reply to legal documents because he's illiterate. Well, then if you're illiterate, what do you do with your post? Give it to someone. Yeah. You can't just be like, well, don't text me. Don't <laughs> yeah. email me. Don't post anything to me. Yeah. Have no contact. You can call me on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. 
Just at least have his How legal do documents sent to you his lawyer. Read out your credit card information every time. Can't do that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but send the legal documents to the lawyer. Yeah. You know, send the billing payments to his business manager, yeah. or accountant, or something. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's just a stupid. Thing. Well, I could read it. So yeah, congratulations. Yeah, well you're still going to prison. <laughs> yeah, you still need to come to court. Yeah, you're still a paedophile. Uh, I, I was read my Miranda rights, but. I can't read, yeah. so technically I can't. Be. That's a weird law, isn't it? You have to be told, you have to be, a, a monologue has to be performed to you in order for you to be validly imprisoned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a weird little amateur dramatics thing that happens before. You need to sit through my latest script. <laughs> but that's how things go, man. Like the more you so think odd. about it, it's, it's it's just another it's another part of ritual. It's like marriage yeah. is this big thing, but it's really yeah. just it's a public performance. Yeah. <laughs> but just for a negative as well. Like, what if he doesn't hear? If you he don't hear your Miranda rights, mm. are you not arrested? Yeah, I'm deaf. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> but just what if they screw up one of the lines? Oh, he didn't. They they missed out the uh, the the third paragraph. <laughs> they, they didn't trunk they truncated it too much so therefore oh. i didn't murder all those people yeah okay fair <laughs> enough we'll just try it again take two yeah. this time with more gary Busey. yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry i just had an image of gary Busey. in other news a methamphetamine addict has had holes drilled into his skull and electrodes inserted into his brain to treat him with deep brain stimulation well I've got We've tried everything personality. else. Might as well put holes in my head. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's basically saying the benefits of deep brain stimulation (DBS). And the only thing that I've heard about that is what Neil Brennan's talked about, which is like magnetic waves transmitted into your brain to stimulate growth of different parts of your brain okay. that help alleviate stuff like depression and stuff okay. like that. But I never thought it was like drilled in and then electrodes put inside. Yeah. From what he's described of the situation, it's literally just like you sit in like a, a an x-ray it's like, mm. for a little while, for like 10 minutes or something. Yeah. And they've had like intravenous magic mushroom LSD treatments for people. Yeah. To kind of help oh, you with You see that Denver's stuff. just legalized mu- mushrooms. Yeah. It would have been strange if they didn't. Yeah. It would, it would have been an interesting, because obviously cause they, they were the first to legalize marijuana. Yeah. And for them, to, if they were to turn around and say, well, not mushrooms. It'd be like that's weird. So yeah. it makes sense that they've that done it. It's good that they've done it. Yeah. One. Of the, uh, the, the, I brought up that we did the interview because I was wanted to talk about something briefly, which is somewhere around the same thing. Which was yeah, there's no uh, not enough Marvel homosexual characters or LGBTQ characters, mm. and um, uh, there was an uh, there was a discussion we had briefly about. Um, there are some like Russia has these countries and Marvel had it for a little bit in the fifties or something, where any content containing any LGBTQ subject matter was age restricted to like 16 or 18 right. plus yeah and that's the thing that was kind of like oh one it was funny it's funny because it's 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 laughable to think that that's how fearful you are of an idea mm. um of a discussion about something but it, it raised a valid point of like i think that's where um stuff like racism and homophobia lives is in preventing people from talking about it yeah. Rather, and that, and that's and then ironically, that's kind of what people are doing to tackle it with stuff like racism is well to sweep them under the rug and kind of have it in the air. And you go like, no, if you're if in order to not in order to, if you're afraid of talking to a child about something, like I don't understand, I can't understand anything that would that would be like that. I mean, I grew up in quite a Victorian 
uh, household where like we never discussed a lot of things mm. but for a principle of like not talking about war or or sexuality or something if a, if a child asks you a question obviously previous generation been like we don't talk about that don't talk to me that way yeah you know whatever but i remember i asked asked uh uh my dad when i was young because it came up on the simpsons about what impotence was mm. it was so uncomfortable like he was like go read it in a dictionary yeah and i was like i don't i can't be asked yeah can you just tell me and he was like, uh, it's, um, it was, it was uncomfortable, he was uncomfortable talking about it, which again, is kind of like previous generation, yeah. uh, a thing. And you go like, well, it, that's only going to be more enforced the more you're told not to expose children to certain things. Yeah. Do you think there's anything a child shouldn't be exposed to? Um, apart from yourself? <laughs> not, not, <laughs> not until they drop the charges. No. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's, it's, it's just having, having tact um like i i mean i didn't i, but I you you develop that because that what tact is 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 you're developing a good way of communicating yeah a cleaner way a yeah. more sterile way of communicating yeah and you only get that by having more communication don't you yeah yeah i th- but i i, I never i never death's a big one isn't it like, don't yeah. tell them that the dog's died or the fish has died or grandma's died right yeah I, the and farm. there's there's definitely been like moments kind of in in my life where like that that topic has, has kind of been avoided mm. um but then with it's kind of hit and miss like with certain relatives it's when that when they passed away it's been very upfront like we've had the news that blah 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 has has died or whatever yeah um and it's not um i i don't think i don't think my parents ever actively avoided telling me anything um there's a difference between particularly not when i asked them yeah i think that's a big difference if the child asks about something yeah then they're asking because they're curious. Yeah. So why not talk, talk to them about yeah. it? Yeah. There's a difference between that and just t- right. Today's Tuesday. Today's the day you learn about mass genocide. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, you know just if they ask yeah. about it, then they have that conversation with children. Yeah. But I, it's a weird relationship between parents and. Children I remember watching. I think it was um it was an episode of Blackadder, um and um, the the one it's it it's the one with the with with Flash with the with the woman that uh, that dresses at Kate dressed as a, mm. as a as a bloke in order to work for black right yeah, yeah yeah um and her dad says um says, says i wanted you to be a prostitute and i didn't know what a prostitute was mm. so i was like mom what's a prostitute and she said it's a woman that sells her body mm. i was like okay and i just pictured like just limbs like here <laughs> yeah, you go yeah. like because as a child this was yeah, before yeah. i knew anything about sex so well, it, <laughs> Yeah. So I d- and I never questioned it until later on in life where I was just like, oh, okay, that's that's what she meant by that. <laughs> well, like, say like gay marriage was, a, that was a big thing. It was going to confuse children. Yeah. And it's like, children believe that once a year, a rabbit arrives from another dimension <laughs> and gives you eggs made of chocolate. Yeah. They believe that an old man lives in a, in a, on ice. Yeah. And travels the world. Like, they're not going to be confused. Yeah by some uh, by by anything because they can easily make sense of it the only the only thing the only way you would um you'd be able to say well that might confuse them or distract them from what i want them to grow up to be Mm. is if you believe that being gay is a choice well just even without that i think if you don't think it's a choice then you've got no concern well say some parents they have in, they have plans for their children's careers yeah i've never met anybody like this but the existing culture was like oh, yeah. my son's going to yeah. be a lawyer my daughter's going to be a doctor whatever and so to and there will be some people who will try and manipulate that career mm. by like don't expose them to music they're yeah. playing the, they're playing the guitar stop 
Yeah. You need to focus on this. Right. So yeah. if that's the parenting style that you think, then yeah, the more questions your children ask, the worse, because they'll ask about mm. things that are unrelated to your dream. Yeah. Which is like, you go, well, that's just a discussion about parenting. Yeah. But in terms of society as a whole, we should be encouraging more communication. Yeah. Rather than trying to stifle it the same way as sweeping well, chimpanzees. Like, if, if, you, if, you, if you as a parent accept that your your place in your child's life is to, is, is to make them as well-rounded a person as possible, um, then you can either... Um, raise a child to do the things that you want them to do or you can raise them to be not naive because mm. the only way to raise them to do exactly what you want them to do is to shield them from things yeah well they and say that, that will, like uh, that will put them in, in into a life where they're completely ignorant to certain things mm. and that so things will completely catch them off guard when they experience them for the first time well they, yeah and they won't there was an argument about this about fighters like being told not to try different arts or anything like that let's focus on this one thing and the more well-rounded you are the more you can bring to the table when it comes to that specific field yeah you might not as book be as book smart about it because you spent some of your reading time reading other things yeah but yeah everything's kind of related and it will make you more rounded as a person yeah you have a choice of like do you want them do you want your child to be free or do you want them to be useless yeah like you can't have like it's you can't have it both ways well anyway this guy got holes drilled in his head uh, to yeah. help his uh, his addiction he said the drill was like bzzz said the patient uh, <laughs> he said that the moment of drilling is the most terrible yeah I can Something. imagine yeah well, that's yeah. not the best part the pre-drilling might not have been as bad as the actual drilling yeah I found I out you've actually got, you've got no nerve endings in your brain so mm. like you can you, you can feel things like on your skull but once you're actually in the brain there's no pain there or anything yeah but I guess they weren't drilling through the brain. No, like no, no. They'd just be it, like yeah. at certain points so you contact with the surface, I guess. But you wouldn't yeah. actually be able to feel it touching your brain. Brain. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've got people playing guitar when they've got their brain on. Have brain they? surgery. Oh, so they can... Yeah, to make sure they don't fuck up anything. Yeah. That's why they do all these like, what's the, what's this image? It's a cat. What's this? Yeah. And they make them do puzzles. But some people, they hand them a Gibson and be like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, musicians and stuff like that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so it's been semi productive. I mean, last week we did we did a shout out for um, uh, Ragbag. Yeah, um, which uh, I think worked out. We 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 enjoy accepting sponsorship money. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even if we're I'm not still big... waiting on that. I've got it. Oh, I, I won't read out anything until I've been paid. So basically, this and this every day. Um, but uh, yeah, they had replied to their shout out because they want. 100% happy with how it went. Okay. Uh, the problem with Ragbag is it's a great podcast. The host is just not that good. So it's just... The chemistry yeah, of it is kind no, of confusing sometimes. So, like, yeah, he wanted us to uh, to play um, a little reply. Okay. Um, which will play once my laptop decides that it wants to play it. Oh. Oh, or it will play once I unmute uh, my actual computer. Okay. So I'll try this. It might work. Hey guys, Frank Burton here. Thanks for doing the shout-out for the Ragbag podcast. Bit of a shame about your palpable lack of interest in it. Also, Mm. thanks for pointing out the negative reviews. Some people actually like it. One chap on SoundCloud actually thought it was, and I quote, quite good. He's deleted his account since then, so no evidence exists that that actually happened. But just take my word for it, right? Mm. Obviously, I misunderstood the nature of your show, Obviously, mm-hmm. you're not dentists. No. You've gone with the two blokes talking to each other format, I see. How very original of you. As opposed what to one bloke talking to himself. Mm. 
pulling teeth, I'd rather pull my own teeth out than listen to you. Also, I watched the YouTube version, and because you're both bearded, I can't tell you apart. It's very confusing. Oh. One of you have a shave, please. Okay, please. Oh. You like that? I'm just trying to get a bit of beef going for publicity purposes, you understand? Let me know what you think I of actually that like idea. Beef. Might be <laughs> mutually beneficial. Thanks, guys. Bye. Uh, yeah. Oh, you both bald and you both got beards. I can't tell you apart. That's original. <laughs> what if we were both black? Well, yeah, uh, we like the two people talking to each other kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, he, he talks to nothing. He talks to nothing. Yeah. For and about takes 20, glee in that. Yeah, for about 20% of his show. Yeah. The rest is music that he doesn't do that anything he with. Doesn't do it, that he doesn't make. No. So he's only 20% of the talent of his own show. <laughs> we're, only, we're 50%. <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, it's still it's still a good podcast. It's just difficult working with other podcasters sometimes. Yeah, it's just uh, obviously he's a bit of a twat. He's confused by. Oh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I always find that I'm I'm definitely the more aggressive, more hate filled bastard. <laughs> but I'm just more diplomatic in many ways. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You are. You're better at reaching out to people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, a little bit of beef, a little bit of rivalry is always mm. a bit of fun. I'm just always really wary, wary about unleashing that angry gorilla demon because <laughs> some people just won't quite understand it. I have no tact. No. And tact, as we agreed, was a, was communication skills. It stops racism. <laughs> Sweep that chimpanzee <laughs> under the rug. Uh, but yeah, we like doing shout out stuff. I'm yeah. glad that he enjoyed the, the thing, even though, you know, he thought we don't like his podcast at all. Yeah. That's a misunderstanding. Yeah. I did enjoy. I do enjoy his podcast. We do enjoy the podcast. We do I love the music the part of it. Yeah, it's just the talking bit, the personality bit, and the host bit that we're just kind of yeah. But against. luckily, that's only twenty percent of his show. Yeah, and it's not. It's not just him in the show. I mean, just just, just Frank Burton as a person. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but Lenny Henry was briefly in a wheelchair. Okay. Um, at Houston State, he was doing some kind of promotional thing for Comic Relief. All right. And uh, Frank Burton went down there specifically to spit in his face, and oh. I don't believe then that's one a good a good a good use of time he could have done no. a lot more different things and yeah. spit into a, a national treasures disabled yeah. face yeah but if that's the thing that you want to do in your spare time frank go ahead i mean you know yeah. just keep on sending us money and we'll uh we'll keep on uh promoting yeah. your podcast which hasn't got as good bigger following as ours yeah. and ours doesn't have a big following no man if someone showed me like two pictures one of um, one of like a, a man and woman walking a chimpanzee, and one of Frank Burton spitting in Lenny Henry's face, and said, "Which one is more racist?" Yeah, I'd go with Frank Burton. Exactly, and that's I mean, even just by saying Frank Burton, I mean, isn't Bur- Burton's like a clothesline, um, uh, and clotheslines were used yeah. to hang people. What's it called? It's, what do you hang? Lynching. Yeah, Frank yeah. Burton is famous yeah. for lynching. So it's just, where you go to buy your first suit because you're not a grown up yet. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I quite like that one. It's like the idea of Frank Burton purposely going through life, not prepared, <laughs> not ready, just like, I'm going to do a podcast and a shout out. It's not going very well. Which is rich coming from us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fun little bit of rivalry to see yeah. where it goes. It's going to be a constant test of where I draw the line. So it'd be interesting. I think spitting yeah. in Lenny Henry's face is all right. Yeah. You know, if, he, if, he wanted to, if he was up for it and it was for comic relief, yeah, fine. But he did it out of spite. He spat out of spite. Yeah. And that's where I pass a little mm. bit of judgment on him. That's fair enough. But listen to his podcast. Just if you can, every time you listen to it, just send him some hate mail at the same time. Yeah. And yeah. say it's from us. We do. Yeah. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Meet up for a drink and give him a slap in the face. Yeah. Good stuff. Goes. Yeah. I'd be surprised if he had loved ones. Anymore. Uh, well, in the first place. Oh, right. I imagine he was not, not so much born 
as just ripped out of a brick wall covered in shit. Just a homeless man just grabbed a brick, pulled him out, and there was Frank Burton. Fair uh, devoid of personality. With a pair of headphones and a microphone. Yeah, and other people's music and talent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what, I, this is what happens when I improvise. It just goes like, I don't know, I don't think this is appropriate. I like, think it's very appropriate. <laughs> Weak! <laughs> Weak! <laughs> but yeah, all fun, all fun and games. Um, yeah, so yeah, uh, genuinely, Rabbi is a fun podcast. Uh, we still yeah, listen to it, yeah. so yeah, we'd uh, yeah. we'd encourage our listeners to. And that's to the last time we'll be saying that. Yeah, officially, we've we've, we've we've promoted it positively twice, so now we can only promote it negatively. We've got to promote it negatively twice to yeah. balance out the universe, <laughs> <laughs> to keep the story for being swept under the rug. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's me for this week. I oh, think. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Just this this week. Steve's collection of useless meanderings. Scum. Yeah. Um, Maurice Sendak. His classic book, Where the Wild Things Are, was supposed to be titled Where the Wild Horses Are, but he realised he couldn't draw horses. <laughs> I can draw things. Things. <laughs> Coincidentally, that was the number one selling book in the 90s. Was it? I think so. I didn't know it at all until the film came out. I don't know what it and is. And then apparently everyone's like, oh, it's massive. Same as Gruffalo. Yeah. Like, oh, you've never heard of the Gruffalo? I was like, no. <laughs> no yeah. I, had, I had Mr. Men. I just had swear words. I would just read swear words. Like <laughs> this books week on swear words. Of... <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, I used to read like adult books about detectives that had crimes in it. And I'd just be like, oh, swear to swear there. There's a swear there as well. <laughs> it's weird that they were stored at my primary school. Sick in like the advanced reading section <laughs> there was like three buckets of advanced books reading. there's only four letters <laughs> yeah. well there was three buckets of books in, in year one buckets yeah welcome to <laughs> welcome to school welcome to our library <laughs> three buckets of books no just in the classroom oh right it's in the corner three buckets of books and like it was like different, for different learning abilities so it was right. like the ba- most basic intermediate and yeah. then advanced and then the most advanced one is on a shelf <laughs> Can you reach the shelf? Uh, it was in a purple bucket. And I was like, oh, purple. But yeah, that that was just like, a, just weird, dark, horrifically, like Bravo 2-0, which isn't that horrific. Oh, um, But like all advanced stuff like name? that. Andy McNabb. Yeah, so. Which where I get a lot of money. Primary school. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I read that in primary school. And then, yeah, there's these weird, like, like dirty detectives you know, covering up murders and corruption. Yeah. And it was just all like, yeah, fuck, fuck this guy. It was a swear word in here. And I'll just read that and be like, I haven't got any friends. But maybe <laughs> it's all good. I had friends. Had. Past tense. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, I just heard a B. Yeah. <laughs> the corridor's coming. Yeah. It's all good. Oh. Yeah. Um, this I thought was quite interesting. The highest grossing single unit independent pizzeria in uh, the US um, is the Moose, Moose, Moose's Tooth Pub Pizzeria. In Anchorage, Alaska, its annual sales are approximately $6 million, <laughs> which means if you can do anything kind of well, do it in Alaska, yeah. because you'll make a shit ton of fucking well, money. Well, probably is not that much There's nothing there. There's no competition. No, no, like, Pizza Hut's not like, let's go to Alaska. Fuck that yeah. shit. So fucking cold. Yeah. Well, I guess as well, it's like, it's probably like a community, it sounds like a community pub. Yeah, restaurant place, yeah. and like, yeah, if people are always going in there, mm. then yeah, I guess they're so. Let's money. podcast in Alaska. <laughs> it might not work for podcast. 
Just give it a go. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's we make no money here. So yeah, if we can yeah. make six million <laughs> yeah. times no money. It's people coming in asking for a pizza. Yeah, yeah. sure. Listen to the podcast. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could we could form a competition. Yeah. With a pizza. Yeah. Um, uh, a New York University study found that people with easier to, to pronounce names have higher status positions at work. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, actually, because mm-hmm. I started watching. Um, I watched Star Trek. And I yeah. started. I haven't really watched the original series, and uh, so I started watching it. And it's, it's difficult to watch just because of it's aged. But like the ca- the original captain was called Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the fuck, oh, Captain Chris? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, what? What show was this? Star Trek. The oh. original Star Trek. Captain Kirk. Chris. The pilot episode had had, had a different car, a slightly different cast. Yeah. They had a different doctor and a different captain, and the captain's name was Chris. And I was, and it was Chris something. And it was like, come on, Chris, you can't be doing this. It was like, what the fuck, Chris, Chris Kirk? No, Chris something, like Chris Weinback or something. I don't know. <laughs> but they kept on calling him Chris. It was like, oh, okay, fair enough. Like, it was a pilot episode. Stuff changes. Yeah. But yeah, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't take a captain seriously if they're called Chris. So I guess it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Captain or Frank Chris. Captain Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Billy Burton. Or some amalgamation of the two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that makes sense, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So There's well, a lot in a name. Yeah. I, I think the problem is is that people will equate it to racism as opposed to approachability. Like, a name? Well, like the, the lack of complicated names in high positions. <laughs> That's racism. Yeah. When actually it's just like... Well, it's th- 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 President the fa- Gary. Someone being able to remember and remember your name, like, it's such a massive thing. Yeah. And like, and the, further in the study, they said uh, that um, the, the, this generation of Asian Americans, you'll find a lot of them are just called, like, Kevin or Arthur or something. Right. Because they're... It's more they're, socially integrated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because their parents didn't want them to... F- to feel kind of like outcasted from their classmates and they actually found the name made a massive difference yeah. regardless of what they looked like. Yeah, I think it makes sense. Yeah. I, I'd like to, my name, I'm still unsure about. Nick Snip. Mm. Like in terms of a stage name. I've had some people say it's a great stage name. Yeah. Because uh, it is quite memorable. But it just feels like it's finished. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, Nick Snip. <laughs> and here he is. Yeah. I got told, I posted in a... Uh, a for podcasting from like oh that's a great audio editor name you should be an audio editor it's like it's weird that my career path has already been chosen <laughs> it's already yeah. been laid out because of my name yeah I always thought I'd be a moyle which is a tool used for circumcising babies <laughs> that's what <was> my <laughs> Nick Moyle <laughs> yeah just Nick Snip oh, he's the moyle guy yeah I think I think the, is the I think the moyle's the chisel or whatever, it, whatever it's used, I can't remember. Or the, chisel. Yeah, they chisel off oh. um, foreskin in the in some in some religious communities. It's brutal, man. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. Oh. I think the moil is the the specialized surgeon who does that. And right. the other weird thing is they kiss the penis afterwards. Yeah. To. Yeah, nothing weird bless about it that. Or clot it or something. Nothing strange Ceremony about that at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of odd. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Every, there's a lot. There's a lot in a name. Is what we're saying. There is. Yeah. Um, speaking of names, the Beatles album, Abbey Road, was originally going to be called <laughs> Everest, but none of the Beatles wanted to fly to the Himalayas. For the, purely because of the album cover? Yeah. They're like, well, why don't we just do it outside? Yeah. All right, okay. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Do you care about Everest? 
in what like in, in my day to day life. Yeah, like, like there was what a news article. Is just doing. There was an article I cut out this week, which was like a rugby team has or, uh, people have broken the world record for rugby up on the highest point, mm. and some people played rugby at Everest. And I'm like, I I don't care. That's in any way. <laughs> so what? Everest is high up. People go there for the sport of it. I understand, but mm. you could probably make a good pizzeria in Everest. But who cares? Yeah. Lots of dead people on Everest. Yeah. Lots and lots of dead people there. And at the bottom of Everest as well. Mm. It's kind of tumbled down. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, never really cared about it. No, I was like... I, so I, maybe that would have been the downfall. Maybe they wouldn't be as big as Jesus if yeah. they went to Everest. Like, I, I'm not... I don't get... <laughs> so, like, I, I can understand, like, uh, the achievement in, like, running a marathon at this point mm-hmm. or something like that. But there's no part of me that's just like, imagine if I could say I've climbed Everest. I don't yeah. honestly think anyone in my life would care. Well, I used to tell people that um, Brian Blessed climbed Everest and people just point blank wouldn't believe me. Um, I think you've told me that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, yeah, and I also said he wasn't dead. But no, he's dead. He's not so, dead. No, he's not dead. <laughs> he's not dead and he climbed Mount Everest. There he is. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's just, I think he climbed Mount Everest. It's like people are like yeah. no. I never looked right. it up. Fair enough. I just took your word for it. Yeah, yeah. I think he's done it a few times. <laughs> he's done I do it every day. Well, something about yeah. He's I think he, he's got all these weird traveling stories. Mm. I think like one of them was he went. Was it when like you go on a? They do it in Venice a lot. That was me. Oh. Sorry, uh, you do. I forgot to remute my laptop. <laughs> um, you go. Uh, you get it in Venice a lot, where they they got a canoe and they like got a big stick and they push you. Gondola. Gondola. Yeah. He had a, a, an orangutan-driven gondola in a jungle. He's like, wasn't it great? Like, All right. <laughs> All right, Brian. <laughs> so the kind of, there's a lot of personalities that I don't know whether I'd react to you positively or negatively in person. Yeah. It's like Ricky Gervais has got like a big... A lot of people. I, I, I love his work. His work's really good. But I get the impression that I wouldn't get on with him. No. But it depends what mood both people are in. I think... People can get on with everybody unless they're in conflicting moods. Yeah. And if I was irritated already and somebody was being in an irritating mood, no yeah. matter who it is, it's gonna yeah. it's gonna clash. Like I I agree with a lot of the things that he's that he thinks when they're succinct, but he 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 seems like one of those people that's like the more kind of long form stuff that you listen um listen to him, like mm. like long form interview or just long form conversation, the more I actually think he's probably a lot dumber than people think he is i don't know i think it's, a lot of people have that I'm not, I'm, not, like, I'm not talking highly of myself at all like yeah. that's no i just find that uh, i think there's always someone who's always a bit more people, like, like, th- people th- seem to treat him like he's this sage of kind of political correctness yeah um and i'm just, just because think- he has made some politically correct stands so yeah i guess it's kind of people's going, and oh, like yeah. it's fine i agree with that point yeah. but i still think you you an idiot most of the time. Well, there's certain personalities. I think the reason that he's got the I think it happens naturally in lots of groups of people mm. where they work well together is when they complement each other's personalities. Yeah. And if you have two people who are the same, yeah. then it can off, it can either clash or it can improve things. Yeah. In certain ways, so I think you kind of find that equal equilibrium. So mm. equal equilibrium. Equal equilibrium. Yes. Mm. So yeah, there's some people I think my personality wouldn't work well with sometimes. Yeah. Um. Uh, I've got seven. But I usually only do five. Maybe I should pick one. Okay. I'll do this one. Um, The Russian language has a similar proverb to necessity is the mother of invention that literally translates to poor people are crafty. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> is that complimentary? Because they're, they're always they're all about everyone being of the same equal economic state. <laughs> are they communists? Russia? They're not communists, are they? Aren't Russians? They're communists? a democracy in quotation marks because there's still an election in quotation marks. But it's <laughs> they were, Putin or Putin they in were, quotation marks. <laughs> but they were famously communist, right? I think. Um, yeah, like under Second Stalin. World War. Yeah, yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, well, maybe that, that's a lot of that also... attitude hasn't really faded, but they ju- it's just over um, with a with a, a sheet of uh, yeah, democracy. Still got concentration camps. I don't know how <laughs> yeah. democratic that is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was yeah. Well, at least maybe that saying was said before when it's like, oh, we're all poor, or rule. Uh, people believe that we're all poor, so therefore we're crafty. Yes, yeah. mother of invention. Yeah, maybe. I what I'm wondering if it's just I think when I think crafty, I think like Fagin, like Fagin. Oliver <laughs> Oliver Twist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But was he crafty? And that seems... I mean, he collected children. Well, I, th- I think it's I I th- I think of crafty as a negative, kind of sneaky, underhanded kind of. I, I group it in with those adjectives. Yeah. But I don't think that's like necessarily the true. I think that might just be yeah, my yeah. perception of it. Yeah, crafty... Yeah, there's a there's a negative element to the word, I think. Yeah. Um, like cr- fox... Foxy? No, not foxy. <laughs> What's there's so, so something like a fox. Uh, sharp as a fox. I thought that Foxes was... Foxes aren't sharp. Uh, oh, Sly God. as a fox? Sly like a fox. Something like that. Crafty like a fox. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so it's definitely kind of a negative limiter. But the the A-team were crafty. I mean, they crafted a lot of stuff. They mm. got out of a sticky situation in a creatively scripted way. Yeah. And they hated Snickers. Or they loved Snickers. <laughs> I can't remember now. I think yeah. he loved Snickers. Mr. T. I'm a, I'm a letter. Get some nuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Must be weird being Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> First name, Mister. Yeah, just <laughs> Last name T. Call me T. All yeah. right. Yeah. Like People know cube. me because of my jewelry and my. <laughs> I've got lots of jewelry. Yeah. I don't like planes. I like milk. Yeah. One of those. I can't yeah. remember. It's a weird show. Yeah, I'll call it that one this week. All right. Yeah. Um, shall I play the end one? That was Steve's collection <laughs> of useless <laughs> meanderings. Scum. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I don't think we've got a graphic for that. No, no. Probably the same as the first one. Just start it a second later. <laughs> well, I'm at Nick Snap. <laughs> uh, I'm at Sing It Steve. Yeah, and we're at Pulling Teeth Podcast. We're Wisdom at Pulling Teeth Podcast. Yeah, and um, we are at Pulling Teeth Pod on Twitter. We are at Pulling Teeth Pod on uh, Instagram. Yeah, we don't fit a lot of the Instagram guidelines. So no. we're, it, for, going forward, there'll be more Instagram content. Yeah. But like, they don't like it if videos are over a minute long. Yeah. And we like it when videos are more than a minute long. Yeah, hence why this one's an, an hour. hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, going forward, we'll try and be a bit more Instagram friendly. Yeah. And that's all fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, good positive week. Yeah, uh, could could have done more creatively, I think. Yeah, but getting used to new get, things. Yeah, getting the momentum back, yeah. I think, is still part of the thing. Mm. But so yes. um, yeah, that's one three six. Yeah, I'm always I can never remember the number, so I never say it. I, I add it. All right, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>